Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Welcome to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I think it goes without saying this has been a tough week for just about everyone. I want to thank everyone for their support um, and and for listening to all the breaking news this week on WSB Radio and their support uh, uh, with the fund that we set up for uh, Chase Maddox's family, the Locust Grove officer, Killed in the line of duty, uh, survived by a wife and now two children. She just gave birth to their second child. So uh, thanks to everyone with uh, their donations to the fund that we set up. And uh, if you want to donate, you can check out the links on WSBradio.com. person that was very instrumental in setting up uh, the funds that we did for the uh, Maddox family is Joel Larsgaard, uh, executive producer, assistant producer, associate producer with Clark Howard. What What's your title now? I just dude? say producer, man. Just producer? Yep. You've been how you've been with Team Clark for how long? Uh, Eleven years, and you're just producer. Yeah, I'm going to make you assistant traveling secretary. How about that? I like that. Assistant yeah, yeah, that's to gonna, the traveling. It's got a nice ring to it, like George Costanza <laughs> for the Yankees. Um, Joel Osgard, eleven year member of Team Clark Howard, uh, really helped me get the uh, the website set up because um, you knew of that site that uh, is is actually better than GoFundMe. They take less money than GoFundMe. So we're able to funnel money into that. Um, thank yeah. you for that, by the way. Less money to overhead, more money to the family, and yeah. I'm all about that. Exactly. So good job. And and you've kind of, you know, 11 years with, with Team Clark Howard, you've kind of uh, learned the ropes, the in and outs when it comes to uh, consumer advocacy and saving money and all that. And you're taking that knowledge, or you've taken that knowledge, and turned it into a podcast. So even though you're just a producer... And Just not assistant to the traveling secretary. You've got a new podcast now. Tell us about it. Yeah. So the podcast is called Pour, Not Poor, as in Pour a Beer. So P O U R, yeah. not P O O R, and uh, which is kind of hard to, to say when you're <laughs> on the microphone. Yeah. And it comes to the core philosophy. I, I'm doing it with my best friend, Matt, doing this podcast with my best friend, Matt. And you can listen it, to it anywhere you listen to podcasts, iTunes, wherever you want to download podcasts. And essentially, the core of our message is uh, there are things that you can do in your life to actually save money for the future, but still live the life you want to live right now. Um, and that's the essential core philosophy of what we talk about on the podcast. And uh, we've only got six episodes out right now, but we're coming out with new episodes every week. And uh, our goal is to empower the listener, empower consumers to change their lives and make the changes in their lives necessary, not just to be able to retire at 65. Because I think there's a lot of people out there right now, and that even feels like a pipe dream, right? I, I want to retire at 65, mm-hmm. but I can't save enough to even do that. Yeah. And so we want to help people think through, how do I change things in my life now so that I can, yeah, maybe actually retire at 65, but actually change the trajectory of my life currently? I don't enjoy craft beer. Will I still enjoy the podcast? Yes, I think so, for sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So t- I don't understand the, the correlation between saving money and craft beer. Explain that to me. So, okay. Well, <laughs> first off, the reason we started the podcast, my buddy Matt and I, we both love talking about money and we love talking about beer. Okay. And in every episode, we crack a beer. So we're talking about money while we drink a beer. Nice. Um, and so we were like, you know, at, at the very least, it's an excuse for two best friends to get together and drink and beer, beer and talk about what we like to talk <laughs> okay, about. Yes. So, uh, 
but it also comes to the core philosophy, which is to save money and to live a rich life. Yeah. You don't have to cut out everything that you love. And I feel like sometimes in the financial advice movement, that's the story that gets told. Deprive yourself now. Uh, there's always the latte thing, right? You can't buy Starbucks if you want to retire at 65. Yeah. You can't do this. You can't do that. Um, but I think there... Uh, you you're can't, blowing up that myth is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. You you certainly can't do everything. Sure. Right? You can't take the highfalutin vacation and drive the super expensive car and do everything. Why are you looking at me when you say that, by I, the way? I mean, <laughs> you drive a very nice car, Mark Aram. <laughs> but you can choose the things and you can and our goal is to help you come up with a philosophy and think through what purchases you make and how they affect your life uh, so that you can make wise choices and live the life that you actually want to live i think one of the big issues is people make default choices that they Give me see an example. so like you see everyone else around you gets a new car you're yeah. like well i mean i guess that's the thing to do sure that's what everyone should do right and you you don't stop to think about what your money means to you and what you actually want out of life. For instance, if I just told you I got back from three weeks of traveling in Asia, you might think, wow, I can't afford to do that. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I didn't, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I <laughs> you, can't afford to. Yeah. You think you can't. And, yeah. and but that's always the. the but that, see, that's, the, that's what I do in my life. We're talking to Joel Larsgaard from Team Clark Howard. He's got a podcast out called Poor, P O U R. Not poor. So I, I drive a nice car, I bought it used. Yeah. Um, I take nice vacations, but not international vacations. So those are the things that I spend money on, but I, I also will try to save money in other ways. So I, I have, I don't have the perfect balance yet, but you know, I, I don't take three week vacations in Asia. I take a week at the beach in Florida. And, I, and that's cool. It depends. But do you want to take a three week vacation in Asia? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's not fine. yet. Maybe someday. But that's great. But yeah. here's the thing. There's a lot of people that might want to, yeah. and then they feel like they can't. And they can't because they bought a $30,000 car that they're paying off over sure. a seven year loan. So what, what have you found out? What are the big mistakes that people are making that will prevent them from retiring at 65. Yeah. I mean, you say you can you can still retire 65 and have that latte at Starbucks. Where are they wasting the money that, that could be going to retirement? Sure, and I think it's going to be different for every individual. Mm-hmm. It really comes down to, and, and Matt and I provide a lot of advice and a lot of, I think, inspiration on how we tackle money on the podcast. And so hopefully you can glean some things from that and decide to make some changes to your life. Um, you don't have to do everything that we do because... Mm-hmm. Your life's going to look different than ours. But I think people put a lot, uh, far too much money into their housing, into their car costs. Those are the biggest two things. I'm glad you brought that up. So I can afford to live in a bigger place than I do now. I bought my place in 2004. My my housing costs are extremely low. And that has helped me accumulate a lot of wealth for retirement because I don't have a $4,000 mortgage. Yes. You know, I've got a $1,500 mortgage. When I could afford a house with a $4,000 mortgage, but so that's an extra $2,500 a month that I am not paying uh, into costs that go right into retirement. Yeah. When my dad first moved down to Atlanta, uh, he got a new job, his first big job. Yeah. And and I remember he got some advice from people at work and they said, you know, buy a house that's maybe a little more expensive than you think you can afford because you're going to get raises and promotions and and such. And, uh, that's just terrible advice. <laughs> That's terrible advice. <laughs> yes. And it led to a lot of like money heartache for my yeah. for my folks growing up. And so 
there are people that go to extremes on this, right? And they say, no, buy a duplex and rent out the other half. Yeah. And basically, yeah, essentially have (laughs) someone pay your mortgage. There's all these ways that you can think about money differently and not uh, just do the same thing that everyone else does. And one of those things too, just to stay in your house longer because the transaction costs of buying and selling homes is so astronomical. Exactly. If you can just stay in a house for a long period of time, that's going to be one key way to retire on time. Talking to Joel Larsgaard, 11-year member of WSB Radio and Team Clark Howard. He's got a podcast out called Poor, P-O-U-R. Not poor. I know I know you're fantastic at your job, but I also know that Clark Howard doesn't pay a lot. So on your limited budget, how have you been able to save with a wife and kids? How have you been able to save for retirement? What cuts or decisions have you made in your life that are allowing you to save for retirement? I'll say a couple things. Yeah, first, in radio, most people don't get paid a lot. <laughs> exactly. So right. people, I think sometimes people listen and they're like, well, that's not possible for me because I don't get paid as much as that dude gets paid yeah. or whatever. But we've never made more than $75,000 combined, my wife and I, mm-hmm. on our taxes. And I think that, that hopefully that helps people think, you know what, I can do it too. Sure. Uh, and so a couple of the major things that we decided to do... Um, was live in small homes. We've lived in in small homes the entire time. We have two kids, and we live in thirteen hundred square feet with one bathroom. Yeah, and it feels a little cramped sometimes, but that's a and choice you're six to make. Foot six, so it's really cramped. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> My girls share a room. Yeah, people used to do that all the time. Sure, absolutely. F- families used to live in smaller houses. Yeah, we've just become accustomed over the last forty years that home sizes are supposed to be so housing costs down. Yeah, housing costs down. down. And then another thing, find a, a ways to make side income. Okay. Um, and so for for me, it was every two years, I would move into a slightly larger house, just slightly larger, like 100 square feet larger, mm-hmm. and rent out the home before that. And so I'd make money every month uh, be, being a landlord, essentially. And there's all sorts of different ways. How many how many rentals do you have right now? So I have three rental properties. Wow, that's so cool, man. And our ultimate goal in the beginning of that, Mark, was mm-hmm. so that my wife could stay home, so she wouldn't have to work. Yeah. Um, and it's worked out that way. Yeah. So for a lot of people think they can't make that choice uh, to have kids, one person's got to sure. can't well, the stay wife home. Has to want to stay at home, also. Certainly, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's not that doesn't work for everyone yeah. again, but it worked for us. And my wife works now, but we wanted to have that choice. Yeah. You know, we wanted her to be able to say, "I want to stay home yeah. and be able to do that." And I know you you cut you know you don't splurge on transportation because I see what you come to work in every yep. day. Yep. Sometimes it's on a bike, sometimes it's on a scooter, sometimes it's uh, walking, sometimes hitching a ride. Um, so but, I will say that's another thing too that people don't consider is riding a bike. Yeah. And, and I know there's a lot of people that that's just not realistic for their lifestyle or for their commute, but it probably is to go pick up groceries or to do this or that. And, yeah. and, uh, and you know what, it's, it's good for you mentally. It's good for you physically. Think through. I, I tried to ride a bike to work. It doesn't work at three in the morning. Oh, there's through. no one else on the road, man. Yeah. That's the perfect it's, time. It's dangerous. It's too dangerous. Yeah. It's a little uh, dark out. But, but so the point is Joel, that You've made these decisions. You know, I'm going to lower my housing costs. I'm going to lower my transportation costs. That allows you to be a beer snob yep. and have expensive beers. And Exactly. Sometimes we'll drink a $20 beer on the podcast. And people yeah. are probably like, you're the money-saving guy. What are you talking about $20 beer for? <laughs> but it's because that's what yeah. we've prioritized. We prioritize that. There's like literally, when I boiled it down, there's just a few things that I prioritize. And, and I mean, one of the things is not working 60 hours a week so I can yeah. spend time with my family. And and I think sometimes people tend towards that just so they can meet all their goals. Change your goals so that you don't have to work 60 hours a week. You know, if your goal is to spend more time with your family, there's there's ways to do that. Uh, but then, yeah, riding my bike to work has been a big part of it, cutting yeah. down car costs. And you look great. It keeps you in shape. It's been, I mean, it's been great for me mentally how, how too. How old are you now? 33. Are you uh, 
in line to retire when you want to retire? What is what's that perspective look? Yeah, like? my I mean, my goal is financial independence by forty. Wow, that's my goal. So yeah. that literally, I can I I will keep working. I think work's a great thing, and yeah. I think sometimes in our culture, the way people talk about work, it's they don't talk about it well, and they make it sound like it's this awful thing. But yeah, my goal is to at least be financially independent, so I can do whatever I want to do yeah. and work. If I want to just do a podcast with my life and have two more kids, maybe we'll see. <laughs> yeah, <really? laughs> I, maybe one more. I don't oh. know. We'll see. You need you need a guy. They're the best boy. though. Love you him. Have two girls, right? Two girls. Yeah, yeah, you need a boy. I totally have a boy. A large Swedish boy. Maybe Mark Aram Larsgard, <laughs> probably. Can you hang on one more segment? Yeah, for sure. All right, Joel Larsgard from Team Clark Howard here. His podcast is poor. Not poor. We'll be right back. It's Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram at your beck and call till 9 in the p.m. here on WSB and now available 24-7 on the WSB radio app. Um, If you have a smartphone, you can download podcasts. And I suggest poor, not poor, P-O-U-R, not P-O-O-R. With uh, host Joel Larsgoder joins us on the Friday show. Joel, longtime friend of the program. Uh, used to used to make appearances on my show. What happened? That's right, man. And you used to be on in Connecticut back in the day. And we'd be, yeah, that was that was <laughs> fun. Know. Broadcasting to at least twelve listeners. Yeah, <laughs> we went up from four listeners to twelve, though. So we did the. We you did brought the, the ratings stuff. up big time there. Um, Joel's got a, a, the podcast I mentioned. Poor, not poor. Get it on iTunes anywhere you get podcasts. He's worked with Clark Howard for eleven years, and he's absorbed that knowledge, helping you save money. Uh, big financial. Boom, coming in my life, uh, coming up is going to be uh, that tax return, the refund that I'm getting. I'm very excited about that. That's something you guys talked about in the podcast recently, tax refund. Yeah, and most people in the United States are going to get $3,000. Some are going to get more, some are going to get less, but most people get a refund. Yeah. And uh, that's probably the biggest time for most folks that they've got a little slush fund that they can do whatever they want with. Um, and so we kind of went over some of the basics, like how should you handle this? How What should you do with your tax refund? Um, and there's a couple things I think people should think about. First, you should change your withholding so that you're getting less of a refund because it's better to have that in your monthly budget than in one fell swoop. You're giving the government a free loan is basically what you're doing. That's for sure. And yeah. there's more opportunity for identity theft right now. People are Ugh, getting their get me refunds stolen. <laughs> don't get yeah. Me started. Yeah. And then yeah. You know, you've experienced yeah, that. Exactly. Um, and their refund gets stolen and essentially they're not able to get it for at least 18 months mm-hmm. from the IRS. So try to keep that in your regular paycheck. But if you are getting a big tax refund, there's a couple things you should do. And the main thing you should consider is paying down high interest rate debt. Do that first with your tax refund. Use a small portion to blow it on something fun, uh, 10% maybe to a blow beer. on something fun, on some great beer, <laughs> a, a plane ticket to go see somebody, you know, to see a friend or whatever, yeah. uh, blow it on something fun. But essentially, you want this money to be going towards high interest rate debt and some of those awful things that are burdening your life. Yeah. You can change your future with the tax refund. I, really. I, and I can't tell you, I've been debt free for a long time now. And I was saddled with, when I graduated college, I had approximately $80,000 in credit card debt because I charged my last two years of school on credit cards. Wow. And the relief when you finally become debt-free, I still have a mortgage, so I'm not completely debt-free, but no car payment, no credit card payments. It's it's remarkable. So yeah, I, I echo that. Pay down as much debt as you can. It feels so good. It is. Even just to not get the, all the mail. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. That you have to open and, and like hate every time you got you know, you gotta open all the all this these pieces of mail that you're getting in your in your mailbox. Very cool. So Joel, as always, we thank you. You're uh you're a valuable asset to uh, Atlanta, WSB radio and the Mark Aram show especially. And uh, the podcast is called Poor, not poor. Six episodes in, you're enjoying it. It's been a blast, man. Yeah, and and just uh, yeah, go te- go check it out. Love love to have have you listen and comment. Um, and yeah, it's been a lot of fun creating it. You're the man. 
Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. All right, hang tight, folks. News, weather, and traffic next. It's the Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Thanks for listening to The Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.